Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Three Man Breakdown. It's your boy Reg Dahl. I'm here with my co-host Kimball, and we got my guy Coley back on. What's good with you, Coley? What's good, man? How did you back? Yes, sir. We finally in playoff basketball. Mostly all the game one series is wrapped up. Game one games is wrapped up. So we're about to go ahead and break down the games for this weekend. And let's start off with the series. What's potentially could be the series of the year. The Boston Celtics going against the Brooklyn Nets. Game one did not disappoint. Cooley, I know you was I know you had a lot of emotions going through the whole game. Yo. Especially with Kyrie hitting tough shots. Talk to me Dude, about the game. Cold. I ain't gonna lie, man. Kyrie is cold. And at a point during like the game today, it felt like you had to watch out for more of Kyrie than KD. I mean, it sounds crazy because they both elite, but at times, just in general, like while they're playing together, it feels like Kyrie could just dominate. You could just put KD on the corner or on the wing. Like it's crazy. No, thanks. Like even like it was like a, a stretch. I think it was I think it was in the fourth, I think it was, where they just like let like they gave the ball to Kyrie, he just let him go. Like he was on like a little run by himself, like get a hot. So I was like, yeah, like I could definitely agree with that because when you see like Kyrie just doing what he's doing, you just gotta let him go. And it was at a point where they was kind of saying like KD should kind of get a ball. I was like, nah, I think they just let Kyrie back out. Like, fuck it. Not for real. I definitely agree with that. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I was watching, I didn't get to watch the full game, but I'm not gonna lie. When I was watching, KD was kind of getting a little clamped. Like, yeah, he was, it it was, was, uh, the Celtics was making him work for all his buckets and not letting him get to his spots, playing physical, defensively. And he was struggling a little. But Kyrie, like, he mostly, like, he kept the Nets in the game for the most part. But KD had an off night for his standards. I think he had, like, 23. Yeah, 23 on 9 of 24, yeah. And that scares me, you know, I'm not going to lie, because it's like, it's KD. At the same time, it feels good that we caused him to have a bad game. But it's like, now I'm worried about next game. Is he going to go all out just to make sure, you know, he puts the points on the board, like, and you know with KD, you never know what to expect. Like he could drop fifty any game, so it's it's gonna be interesting next game. Yeah, you're definitely not gonna see that happen probably again. But uh, I just like the Celtics game plan of just like trying to force the others to beat them, like uh, forcing Bruce Brown to beat them. Andre Drummond couldn't do shit this game. Uh, Seth Curry, he's good offensively, but he's also a liability defensively. Uh, Nick Claxton, that nigga can't hit fucking free throws. Yeah, for, yeah that nigga was for a lot. And Drogic played all right, but just what do you what did you like from the the Celtics defense overall? Solid, bro. I think because we've been solid all year, and especially coming in without Robert Williams, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Like points, if they were going to get a lot of points in the paint, but um, I think we did a good job holding it down. The only thing is, bro, Daniel Tice, bro, the dude just loves fouling. Like he doesn't. I don't <laughs> understand what it is, bro. It's like every uh, game. The dude just is a hack. Like, it starts to frustrate me. But, I mean, I think overall, like, when you have perimeter defenders like we do with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, it's like, I don't really worry too much. I'm surprised nah, yeah, he started. Like... Who, Smart? Nah, Daniel Tice. Oh. Well, yeah, not that Robert Williams is out. He's, like, our starter. Oh, right. Damn, I really – like, last time you was on the podcast – it was like a little bit different, like where the Celtics were at. And ever since the new year started, like y'all just turned into like a whole new different team. And I'm not going to lie. You know, it's not, it's not helping my agenda with Jason Tatum coming to the Lakers <laughs> in a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's the craziest part, bro. Last time I was on the podcast, we was literally talking about what trades the Boston Celtics to make. And I was yeah. talking about get, us getting Ben Simmons for Jalen Brown, like, and now that I look back, bro, I was talking crazy because, bro, ain't no way I want Ben Simmons on this team. We would not be, bro. If we had Ben Simmons, we would not be where we at right now. So I definitely happy with Brad Stevens right now, bro. He's his first year as a GM. He's balling out. He put all the right pieces together, and you can see it all coming together perfectly. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. One person I want to give a shout out to, like out of everybody on the roster, is definitely Marcus Smart because. I wasn't like, I wasn't too high on Marcus Smart because I just feel like there was times where he does like dumb plays, but he's like finally like settled down and he's playing his best basketball this year. Like uh, being not to be uh, being smart with the ball, knowing the ticket spots to get everybody involved in the offense and his defense. Like he's playing at all uh, defensive player caliber. 
and that last that last possession when he could have shot that three. If it was two years ago, Marcus Smart was pulling that. He would have pulled that shit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Like when he got the ball, I thought the game was over, but he ended up pump faking and Bruce Brown and Nicholas Claxton got to be some idiots jumping at Marcus Smart like he was stepping. Yeah, some shit. definitely the biggest play of the game, bro. Because it's yeah. like I think everybody in the building thought he was going to shoot it. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> I was worried as soon as he, they put the ball in his hands, but he made the right play at the end of the day, and that's that's what a leader and a point guard does. So I respect that. Yeah, yeah, he's playing. I, his, yeah, he's playing his best basketball. I feel like that's definitely like unlocked our team. Even more. I do have a question for y'all, though, too. No, you good. So we talked about Marcus Smart, you know, being like a great defender this year. But who do y'all have right now as, like, as a player of the year? Uh, Damn, who do I have? I think I I have Giannis. I either had Giannis or Mikel Bridges. I think I had Giannis. Oh, really? I I give it to Giannis. I don't know. If you give it to Mikel, I feel like you got to give it to Marcus Smart. Just because... Mm. Uh, I mean, I got an edge on Marcus Smart perimeter defensive wise. Yeah, you can make that case to be honest. I feel like those three are like mostly deserving, but I kind of want to see like either Mikel like Marcus Smart get it, just like another like a perimeter defender get it. Yeah, for Cause, sure. Because they really have like one of the toughest jobs in the league, especially like all the talent and just like how how much that. different positions they really guard. Like for one night, Mikel Bridges will probably guard like your KD, a Brandon Ingram, and he'll guard like a Trey Young type. And Marcus Smart, you could say the same thing about him. Right, like, they're tasked to guarding like the best, the best what's it called, offensive players, and it's even harder to play defense with the rules. Not for sure. It's it definitely has a lot of wear and tear though. I give it to him because to be able to still be effective on offense when you're playing your heart out on defense every single play is ridiculous. Yes. Especially him yeah, having a guard Kyrie. Like, any yeah. game 20 is <laughs> like, too. Tough task. Nah, for sure. Because yeah. I ain't gonna lie, at a point in the game, he was out playing Kyrie until, like, the second half, I would say, like, Kyrie really started going crazy. Right. Also, shout out to Al Horford. That nigga I, yeah, I about, yeah. I was about to say, like, the, somebody really surprised me Al Horford. I didn't, I did not know he was that, like, he moved out well, essentially. Like for a nigga his age, like he moved, to, yeah, he moved like real, like quick for his like size and his age. Like I didn't really like. I feel like I must have must have been sleeping on his uh, his movement like that because he was like getting like around a lot and making like lots of good plays. He had like what twenty or fifteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, the dude definitely this year he definitely showed. I think because um on the Thunder when they sat him like half the year, and him just being able to rest at his age and then when we traded for him, I was it was questionable to me too because I knew we were going to put him at the four. And, you know, I don't want, like, a 36-year-old at the four on the Celtics, especially Al Horford, but it kind of worked out all in the end, so I can't be mad. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what, what's your prediction for the rest of the series? And who's, like, the X factor, and what do y'all really need to do to win this series? So, actually, I thought for game one, I thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought we were going to blow them out. Um, I have them maybe winning game two and game three. And I have us winning game four, five, and six. So I'm not sure if that's is obviously I don't know if it'll go that way, but those are just my predictions for the series. And I feel like the biggest X factor will probably be maybe I'll say Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart. One of them, because I think they one of them has to really um help with the offense when Jason Tatum doesn't have the ball. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think I ended up picking the Nets in six or seven. But honestly, that's I'm not even confident in that, to be honest. <laughs> like, I feel like this series is like such a toss-up. It could go either way. And sure. Marcus Smart definitely probably my X factor for the series if he could continue his good play uh, and also guarding Kyrie. I felt like for the net side, I felt like Kyrie was the X factor because he was going to need to bring it every night. Like, you can't have an off night if they want to win. No, I think you're definitely right because, you know, I think we could say, like, if KD doesn't have an off night, this isn't a game. Like, they could easily beat us. But the fact that we were able to slow down KD and Kyrie still had his numbers was was a great like a great sign for sign for us because you know it shows that we're able to compete with this team regardless yeah. of who's scoring. I feel like you guys have a better team like outside of their like the top two players. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
definitely more complete. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then defensively, like with the Nets, they're just they're just so bad. Like, <laughs> I could get any shot y'all want against them, and defender too. Like Jalen Brown, he was he had like a couple like tough blocks. Like, how many blocks he had? Like, yeah, he had two blocks. I remember he had like a chase down. I think that shit was crazy. Oh yeah, the chase down was definitely was like yeah. Seeing him play like this was definitely a good sign because there's times in the regular season where he just looks like he doesn't put full effort in. Everybody knows that he has the physical ability to play defense on anybody. Yeah, facts. Yeah, that's cool. Are are you worried if Ben Simmons comes back? Like, would that change any opinions or are you not worried? I was until I watched this game. Like, I thought about it, like, Ben Simmons coming back might be scary, but at this point, I think even if he comes back, the most I expect for him is him to be able to play a little bit of defense, but I don't think his defense will be able to affect the series in general. Like, because, I mean, he's a good defender, but we don't know how he's going to look. He hasn't played in, like, the year. And, you know, I don't know if it's really his back, if it's a mental thing, whatever is going on, but I just don't see him making a big effect on the series at this point. I think if Robert Williams comes back, though, yeah, he'll definitely make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that too. Like, I don't know how his conditioning is gonna be like coming back from like a whole year and stuff like that. Like, just going right into like a playoff series, like especially like going up against the net. I mean, the Celtics. Like, I don't know how that's gonna like hold up for him as like a playing and like a, a vital role for like the. I mean, the Nets against the Celtics. Like, I don't know how his conditioning is gonna play out in that series though. That was my my Simmons like reason as to like I, I feel like I don't know how I feel about that Simmons coming back. Like, how his impact is gonna be. Yeah, I was talking about this last week. Uh, I was like, I don't think he should come back, to be honest, because it's just so much that he got to do, because how much minutes is he going to play? And if he does, now you're asking someone that's just come, hasn't played in a year and has a back injury to guard Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. For like Jalen Brown yeah, right. On a new team at that, yeah, he's on a never new played team. with anybody. Yeah. Hasn't I, played with KD, Kyrie, like no type of chemistry at all. I feel like. If he does come back and he does look bad, it's just going to be even worse for him. And niggas just going to be on him even more. So he better off just coming back probably next year where he could get the chemistry and continuity with the full roster. The only way I could see them hurting us with Ben Simmons is if they somehow play a super small ball lineup with him at the center. Because I think if you put him next to an Andre Drummond or Nicholas Claxton, it's not going to help. Like, yeah, or even and, like Bruce Brown. Like, yeah, like it's not something that's really worrisome for us. But I think if you have him at the five and kind of like that point forward, point center type role, it'll be kind of difficult for us. Yeah, I agree. Y'all got anything else for this series? And yeah, I want to move on. Yeah, next. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me talk about the first game from the, or the first game of the playoffs the Mavericks races, the Jazz. Uh, Luka Doncic didn't play that game. Donovan Mitchell got off to a slow start, had two points in the first in the first half, then erupted with 30 in the second half. Uh, Rudy Gobert only took like one shot in the game, but his defense and his rebounding was the biggest impact for the for the team. And they ended up winning, but they barely won that game, even without uh Luka Doncic. Yeah. Y'all have any thoughts on that series? I honestly thought it was gonna be like uh like without Luka, I thought it was it was gonna be like real bad for them, I thought. But they did better than I. The scoreline finished better than I expected. But I still expect them to lose. Wait, how much? How much game do you expect them to lose, Reg? What was your prediction? I had Jazz and six. Yeah, I think I said five. I feel like I'm still gonna stick with that because I don't know, but they definitely did. Uh, did do way better than I thought. But like, they gotta have to bank on that. That Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, Jalen Brunson just coming out doing whatever, like whatever type shit, because they were the main ones in that game. And, like, also they had, like, you know, uh, Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith, but they all play hella minutes, too. But I, I just feel like the talent level on the Jazz just is going to be too much for them. And yeah, like especially the playoff Donovan Mitchell. Like, he didn't have his best game in the first half, but ended up playing better in the second half. Bogdanovich also went, up, went off. Yeah, but the Jazz, they just – they just not it. They not it. <laughs> <laughs> they have to, like, get rid of this after. Yeah, like, like I, I want them to lose just so they can blow it up. Bro, I think I don't at this point, it's like I don't understand what they're using Rudy Gobert for. Like a lot of times I would love for them to dump it down in the middle to, Bro, for him to get an God. easy layup. <laughs> but I, I I don't watch them enough to see if he's very kept like very capable of actually being a post offensive post player 
So I'm not sure if that's why they don't throw it down to him because he's not effective when they do it. But he's too big, bro. Like nah, he's yeah. too big. Nigga, nigga had one shot. You <laughs> took one shot the whole game. And they too they play so much ISO where it's like Donovan Mitchell, like somewhere it's so so much perimeter, I should say. Well, like when they could just easily dump it down to their center and get good looks, you know, there, especially when they're giving up big leads and stuff like that. So I just don't know, like they the rushers, like for the few, like they they just gotta get like blow this shit up. I feel like I feel like it definitely run its course, especially like throughout like the years of shit. Like I don't think it's gonna get better than what they already done. Yeah, I feel like this team definitely peaked. Like they couldn't even beat uh, Paul George and the Clippers last year without Kawhi, and this year they already struggling right now. They already had that little thing with Rudy and uh, Donovan Mitchell. They played not young either. There's really like no move that they there's like no move that they could really do to get better. I mean Rudy, Rudy gotta go. Like if you can pay Rudy for like somebody to help you on a wing, maybe that might help. Uh Jordan Clarkson, I, I don't like the fit with Jordan Clarkson on that team. I mean, he's a good player for them, but I think if they moved him, that wouldn't really hurt them as much either. So I feel like if you do trade Rudy, you're just gonna have that problem defensively because that's the biggest problem. Like Rudy is a reason why they have a good defense. Without him, is they probably one of the worst defenses in the league because they just Jordan Clarkson doesn't play defense, Donovan Mitchell doesn't play defense, Bogdanovich isn't Bogdanovich. a defender. Like there's just so much players that they don't have that's defenders that just put so much on Rudy. But he could hold it down like regular season wise. But when it comes to postseason, they gonna start targeting him. And mm-hmm. nobody's nobody just keeps their man in front of them for the Jazz. Yeah, Rudy definitely saves them a lot of possessions. Like even watching the Mavericks game, like why is the game close? But like you realize that, like you said, like Rudy's kind of like their safety net. Like if everything fails, they're looking at Rudy to protect anything inside the paint or inside the three point line. And I don't think in the playoffs that's going to be too effective. Yeah. I had a random thought about that shit, too. I was like, damn, like, what team would Rudy be good on? And I was like, if he was on the Raptors, that would be tough, like, for their defense. Mm, that's a weird look, though. You got to think. I feel like they have a lot of non-shooters on the Raptors. Like, like you got Scotty, You got Presses Atua. You got Siakam, who can kind of stretch the floor, but he's not, you know, he's better when he's driving to the basket. So, I don't know. That Rudy feel would be kind of weird. Yeah, no, nah, it would, but I was just thinking, like, just, like, defensively. Like, offensively, it wouldn't work. And, it, like, even I don't know who they even traded to get Rudy. But right. defensively, I would just hold it down. Like, that will probably be one of the best defensive teams in the league. Oh, no, for sure. Definitely a scrappy team. That that would be fun to watch. It would be tough if you went up against the team he's going up against right now, if he was on that team. Mm. Uh, the Mavericks. That would be dangerous. Yeah, that I think was, Reg, I think was, yeah. yeah, there was reports that uh, there's like mutual in- interest between those two. Yeah, I just don't know like what the like what the move would be type shit. Like who's gonna be going for what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think Donovan Mitchell either gonna be on the Miami Heat or the New York Knicks. You can come home. So if you're Miami, are you giving up um, Tyler Hero? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's tough, bro. I love yeah. Tyler. Like, I feel like Tyler Hero is the type of player I wouldn't give up for Donovan Mitchell. Like, nah, you got to. You so, got like, to. Yeah, I I agree because like they're in like a win now mode too. I feel like that would. Yeah, I think I'll do it. I'll definitely do it. I'll do it though. Tyler Hero's not. I don't think Tyler Hero is gonna reach the status of that where Donovan Mitchell is even at right now. You don't think so? Like, if he had his own team, because he's nah. coming off the bench and putting up great numbers. So like. That is true. He is, but I don't see him being a number one guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. getting to the playoffs consistently type time. like Because we've seen what Donovan Mitchell could do in the playoffs in the the series, too. Like Even since his rookie year when he took out Paul George and Westbrook. Westbrook. (laughs) Nah, that's that's tough. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I think they put up a graphic uh, during that game. I think he was, like, in the top five, like, playoff averages of all time. Yeah, he was. He definitely was, yeah. Like, add that, and then Jimmy Butler could finally be a number two, and you still got Bam and all the defensive pieces around that. 
Like, I feel like that could definitely be a championship caliber team. Like, the Heat already the one seed with Tyler Hero being a six man. Imagine if Donovan Mitchell was their number one guy and go to option. So, are you so who else are you giving up? Duncan Robinson? Like, who else would be in that trade though? Duncan Robinson, draft picks. Honestly, anybody, anybody is available other than that's not bad. That's not a bad like for both teams. Yeah, if I'm Utah. Tyler Hero is a good building block. And, you know, they like them white people, too, over there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Duncan Robinson got the scat, though. I ain't going to lie. He, he's a good piece to have for anybody. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the next series. Mm, I think this is probably the second best and most interesting one, the Minnesota Timberwolves versus mm, Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, sir. You saw what y'all posted today? Uh, nah. You didn't see that? He, he posted, like, Supposed to Jersey, and you you seen that um in the last uh the last dance shit with Jordan, he had like the cigar with the baseball bat talking about niggas like talking trash. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, he posted that shit. I was like, oh damn, okay. He's like, they were one, one game down and shit. Man, he got to show me. He got to show yeah. me. Man, I'm not a big hype man for the Grizzlies. Like I, I kind of expected Timberwolves to give him problems. Like I'm not. I don't know. I just feel like everybody's hyping the Grizzlies up, but what experience did he have getting anywhere? Like. Whatever they showing yeah, us. So, like, yeah, I want them to show us something before we start hyping their head up. Yeah, for sure. Like, they, they was good in the regular season, but I said this a couple weeks ago. I was like, if they do match up, I could see this series going to seven and, like, Timberwolves giving them problems. Like, although it's, like, a two and seven seed, like, the if you, just look, if you just look at it without the seedings, like, this is kind of like an evenly matched teams. Yeah. And it's not like one team has like so much experience over the other and all that. So exactly. game one, that was a great game. Anthony Edwards Anthony showed that he is out. here. John Moran also hooped that's a uh, hoop that game. Carl Anthony Towns had his moments, played better than he did in a player in a yeah. playing game. I just feel like I, I was talking to you, I think, off uh off five. I was saying like I think we it was like we we universally agreed that like he, he has to bring it. Well, it's always been him that he hasn't been like the guy to bring it like every, you know, like every time type shit. But I feel like it just he has to come like every possession, like with his motor on type shit. Like I feel like he just has like a fifty percent motor sometimes. Like he would just be, he'll be hyped, going in, going hard, and then like another play, he would just won't be there. And there's just like kind of like an inconsistency in terms of like the way he just goes harder and and what he like his approach to the game type shit. So I feel like that could be that's one of the factors that could tie into like if they're gonna like give it up. I think that could be one of the problems for the Timberwolves, but he did ball out that game still, though. So yeah. who who would you say is your X factors for both teams? Uh, for Minnesota, I think it's D'Angelo Russell. Facts. For the Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson. Jared Jackson? Yeah. yeah, Jaron Jackson. Especially bro, Garden, like he's so inefficient for a big yeah. man, bro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and he fouled, he fouled way too much. Like, yeah. I've never been like the biggest Jared Jackson fan. Like he has bro. a defense and everything, but that nigga is foul. Like, right. It kind of frustrates me. Like he has all the tools to be dominant, but like the dude just I don't know. He's just never efficient. Like I don't and he doesn't rebound. Like yeah, that's I hate yo. Yeah. I hate bigs who don't he rebound. He doesn't that's rebound, it. bro. That's why they I never I balls. wasn't like too high on him coming out of college, but it was everybody just loved his defense, yeah, and that true. he could stretch the floor. His shots to me ugly as hell too. Oh, terrible! It's it terrible. like he be throwing up prayers every single time. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, it's a terrible shot, yeah. but hey, it it works for him, so I get yeah. it. Too. Not like every single time he shoot it, it just look like it's like one second left on the shot clock. He just got to let it fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he do shit. got that like a trick shot. He shot yeah. some. Oh, no. But he's definitely the X factor for me for their team. Like he needs to stay out of foul trouble. And one thing that I definitely saw from game one, Steven Adams is unplayable in this. Mm. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. He wasn't gonna be able to I don't know why they have him on Carl Towns. Carl, yeah. Like, why would you not have Jaron Jackson on Carl Towns and then put Steven Jackson on Vanderbilt? Yeah, so he could at least be the help. I thought I was I was thinking that they want Jaron Jackson to be like the help sovereign protector. Right, yeah. But I I just but think it makes sense for to put Jaron Jackson on on Cat and play Brandon Clark more than you play Steven Adams. Yeah. He had a great game, uh, that game too. Yeah. 
I think playing Brandon Clark at the four and probably put like Kyle Anderson at probably more as a backup four and less of Steven Adams would probably be better going forward because especially Anthony Edwards is picking them apart like when they play <laughs> in the pick and roll too when Steven mm-hmm. Adams was just in drops. So he was just getting whatever he wanted. And it's like, I don't really know who's like, who's consistently the Grizzlies' second scorer. Like it could be, I feel like every night it could be somebody different. And I, I don't really like that in a series because I think you in a series you really need consistency and you need to know who you can rely on to get you those shots. Like, Jaws cool. We know what Jaws going to do every night, but it's like that secondary score for the Grizzlies, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was yeah, Desmond Bean. Uh, I think he was like 18 this past year, but yeah. even that, like, he's not the most reliable second, second go-to guy yeah. to get a bucket. Like, you're, not, gonna, you're not just going to give him the ball and he's about to – get a bucket in, like, tough and crucial situations. Dylan right. Brooks, he hooped uh, yesterday, but uh, I just like, don't Touching on him for, like, the whole – yeah, I don't nah. know. Yeah, he's and not consistent. He takes horrible shots, too. Yeah. Nigga, he don't flick his wrist. That's That got to be the worst thing about a nigga. Nigga, like, just don't flick his wrist. That shit just irks me for some reason. But, he, like, that nigga, I don't know, like, going him – it's going to be, like, between him and Bing going back and forth as, like, that, like, secondary score probably type shit. Jaron Jackson got to get involved too, for sure. He can yeah, do it. Sure. Like he can be their secondary scorer, but like like I said, he got to be efficient. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, I got a question. Who's the more athletic player, Anthony Edwards or John Moran? That's easy, bro. John I got it. Yeah, John got it. Ah, uh, Ant, like it is crazy, oh. but. But the I'm talking when I say athleticism, I'm thinking about like, the way Ja can like be acrobatic at oh, the same yeah. time. Yeah, like it's crazy. I think he got like I think over. Yeah, I think he overall John because I feel like Anthony Edwards just got like more of like a he's like a power. Yeah. Like he, he has more of like a power um athlete type. I think Ja's more like an agile. Like he could run. I think he run fast. He's gonna move kind of quickly. Like I think he's gonna jump higher. Also, like also like I don't know. Maybe like laterally, uh, Anthony Edwards might have that. Might be bugging, but I don't know. I think he has like that football, like that football yeah. player athleticism, like just that strong. Yeah, he definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, he just got like some explosive. Yeah. He got some like ferociousness with his with his balance for sure. So who you, who you guys got in this series? I said that the Grizzlies. I don't, I'm gonna say Grizzlies in seven. I think this is my seven or six. I go, I'm a Grizzlies hater, bro. So I, <laughs> I, I am, bro. I am, bro. Like I, I don't understand the hype, but and I love the Timberwolves right now. So I'm gonna say, I'll say Grizzlies in six or seven, though. I give them to them in six or seven. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my Grizzlies yeah. in six. Yeah. But I, I could see, like at the same time, like I do say, I agree with you saying, like I like Timberwolves. I could see them like kind of like surprising low key because I like the like other pieces too, like the other guys mm-hmm. they got on the defensive side of the ball too, and like. And I don't know what, like, we were talking about it the other day. I don't know what Patrick Beverly put into some of these niggas. Like, that shit, I don't know. Like, they be doing their thing. Especially, like, Jaden McDaniel, um, Jared Vanderbilt as well. Like, defensively, even though his offense is not there, but they're still going to bring something to the table. And like you were saying, right, like, the X Factor for D-Lo, like, if, especially if he's on one, like, that's going to even cause, that's going to start some other shit, too, because. Yeah, when D-Lo start torturing, oh, oh yeah. Like, oh, imagine yeah. him and. Yeah, yeah, into something. Like I met him and Ant at the same time torching. Like, like he's a too. great playmaker at the same yeah. time. So that's yeah. yeah. I felt like you really just need either like two out of the three between uh D'Lo, Cat, and and Edwards like really hooping in each game. And I feel like if they do go to seven, I had Grizzlies in six, but if they do go to seven, I think I like the Timberwolves, mm. even though they're on the road. Yeah, that's tough. That's very tough. I don't know. It's going to be a fun series to watch, so I'm definitely right. enjoy it. Yeah, facts. All right, let's move on to the Sixers versus Raptors series. I watched uh, – I'll be honest. I barely watched this game. It started getting ugly, and then the Sixers just kept getting fouls called. And I'm like, all right, I see. <laughs> Yeah, shout out my nigga Tyrese Maxey though. Yeah, nah, Tyrese Maxey was hooping. Cool. And Tobias yeah. Harris. 
I'm surprised to be honest. He had 38. That, that's wild. Yeah. He would just he would just roll into like the whole second half type shit. Yeah, and Bead only had he didn't have his best shooting night either. And Bead and Harden, that nigga was shooting terrible too, but they kept getting to the line and getting and he was playing making. Yeah. yeah. Uh for me, I still got the Raptors winning the series. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I forgot what I said. Um I don't remember what I said. It was the game. I think I did say the Raptors. Cause I, I I don't know. I was still on that like Harden. I don't still I'm not trusting Harden type shit. But at the same time, the way like the other guys is kind of like stepping up. If they keep this shit up, shit. Oh yeah, if, if they keep this up, they definitely if Tobias Harris gives you fucking 27 <laughs> points. Tyrese Maxey gives you 38, then 38? it's sweet. But uh, I'm not banking on that to happen. I don't understand why every time the Sixers play the Raptors, Joel and B can't dominate. Like, I don't know what game plan they they play against the dude, but he just I don't know. They play they just play great defense against uh, Joel, and I think going on in the series, Joel has to have big games if they want to succeed. There's no way I trust Tyrese Maxey to have 38 and Tobias to go off for plus 20 every night. Yeah, especially the Bucks. Nah, especially Tyrese. Ma- 38 for Tyrese Maxey is really nice. <laughs> Bro, 38 is crazy. That is max. And well, also, shots. yeah. Uh, Gary Trent, that nigga struggled for the Raptors. No, yeah. like, he wasn't cool, hitting 11. no type of shots. I don't know how I felt about that performance. I think the Raptors should take game two. I think they're going to get game two. No, Scotty. Oh, he's not playing, right? He hurt his, oh, yeah, he did hurt his ankle. Damn. I think somebody else is hurt too, though. For them. Oh yeah, Thaddeus Young got hurt too. Yeah. Damn. Mm, that kind of. Yeah. I, I think that sways it. Scotty's a big hit. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of two big hits. It's like who yeah. you gonna who's gonna fill Scotty's spot in that starting lineup now? They're probably gonna start probably pressures at you and move pressures, everybody yeah. else down. Pascal will probably go back to the playing the four. Yeah, they gotta give like Boucher one more minutes. And Ken Birch. And that nigga Nick Nurse, he already has a short rotation too. Nigga pops up seven guys. They have no guards off the bench, bro. That's <laughs> no way. literally. Yeah, no, nah, they really don't. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, like yo, that's like Armani Brooks. <laughs> like the only other guards I should like, like Malachi Flint. They barely play. Like, there's no way in this yeah. series they're going to survive without being able to sub, like, real meaningful rotation pieces. Yeah, that's really just yeah, the biggest I don't know how I feel about Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this now. I'm leaning towards, like, the Sixers. If if it's going to be like this, I'm going to have to lean towards the Sixers. Yeah, Sixers probably going this series, but I'm still sticking my pick. They going to fold. Something going to happen. <laughs> they just going to fold. Maybe not this series, I think, but next series, maybe if they play the Heat, I think that'll be oh, a yeah. tough series. Yeah, if the Sixers oh, make it, folding, right? I, I just can't see the Sixers making it to the conference finals at least. Bro. Nah, yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> they might have caught a break a with these series. injuries. Yeah, for sure. That that Heat and uh, if the Heat and uh, Sixers do meet, that that'll be a great series to watch. Yeah. I didn't know Harden would fold that series. I don't know he's not going to. Everybody's going to be hoping for it. <laughs> I just know he's not going to tee off like that. And B might fold too. Mm. You can catch the slander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that nigga do trying to draw some fucking fouls and that shit don't work. What's going to happen? So at this point, if you're a G- if you're the GM for the Sixers and y'all don't make it to the finals this year, what are your plans going into the summer? Uh, Trade Tobias Harris. And, and, and fire, and fire Doc Rivers. I mean, Glenn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Glenn. resigning James Harden? I feel like you, you have to since you yeah. made the trade. Yeah. Because you he can't do it without nothing at that point. Mm. He, oh, man. I, it, it's tough. Like, the position they're in, you're not giving, you're not getting rid of Embiid, of course. Uh, Max, he's staying. Danny Green, maybe you get rid of him. I hope he, yeah, please get rid of that. Di- what do you feel? How do you feel about that bull? Nigga's a modern day Audrey Robinson. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> well, like offensively, it's just it's mediocre. Like, it's you just nothing mediocre. Good. That nigga's one of the worst offensive players I've seen. <laughs> nah, one of the worst is crazy. Bro, I could yeah. I could give you more production offensively that nigga right now. <laughs> but the uh, open go, shots bro. he has, like I'd be thinking, like yeah. there's no way you have a gym like for you twenty four seven and you can't bro, make open bro, shots. That ass, bro. Like, what are you working on? Fuck, <laughs> nigga. Like, well, you gotta do the shoot. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Yeah, nah, that nigga's really the modern day Audrey Robertson. I feel like another thing for Philly, I think they need more shooters. Yeah, I do agree. I just Seth don't Curry like hit. Team, that that hit hard. When they like yeah. getting rid of Seth Curry, yeah. Huge hit. I think him with Harden would have been a great, like, you know, one two kind of thing. I feel like they had to choose between him and Thibel. And it was, I feel like this is gonna be in a tough spot either way, because if you did give out Thibel, your defense is about to take a hit. Yeah. And they're giving out Seth Curry. The shooting took a dive on and nets would be tough too. Yeah. Yeah. But damn, for six yeah, I just don't know how I wouldn't I'm I feel like I just can't trust like a George Niang or even like we want to rely on like fucking uh what's his name? Shake Moe and this shit. Mm-hmm. Or they just do get a quirk mass minutes or something like that. I don't know about that one. So I feel like you're gonna hope on like Maxi fuck like what you gonna call it? Sniping and then hoping hard and just takes over completely offensively, like shooting the ball type shit. On top of MB, so mm, that's he looks just so slow, bro. Man. So slow, he doesn't look the same. And he can't get by me. nobody. I'm a big yeah. Harden fan, but watching him, bro, it's like what happened. Like I really wish he could just get back to his old self, Rockets Harden, but he's cold. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. That's why when we sign him, like I'm like at this point, how much can he help you in the future if he's not really yeah. helping you now? And, and I, I think that. I think the extension I mean, is like, like a four-year, two hundred million dollar contract. Mm. That's, that's wild. That's that's I don't know. That's that. was a good. Like we already we're already seeing it decline harder now. Just think about that nigga in two years. He don't even take yeah, care of his body. Oh my god, he aches. Nigga, you be you at seen the him club. with the honey buns. Seen <laughs> <laughs> with the suitcase full of honey buns, nigga. It's dubs for him, bro. Dang, like, bro. I give. I would give him like a two-year extension though. At, at most three years is kind of too much. Like I feel like we, like you said, like what are you gonna do with James Harden in three years? Nigga, not get younger. Shit about a like a Westbrook contract. Oh my god! Because he does not do anything if he doesn't have the ball in his hands. He doesn't defend. Defend. Uh, that nigga is just gonna be cooked. <laughs> nigga's gonna be cooked goods. I really wish they played the Nets, bro. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see that. Yeah, I wanted so that. Oh my, yo, that would have been top five. Yeah, I just want Kyrie to go at that nigga. Yeah, that nah, for sure. Really <laughs> for sure. That show would have got dark. Oh my god, that game was crazy. Kyrie was really strapping him. Like, yeah, nah. Crazy. Once you see Kyrie, really get, he was locked in in a regular season game. Yeah, like, like what? <laughs> I feel like yo. So nigga was not looking nowhere. Like this nigga was looking like yeah, like, that eye and shit. Like this nigga was not budging at all. Nigga was not switching when he was on him. Yeah, they <laughs> knew something was up on that one. I uh, didn't realize they had that tension either. Like yeah, that's great game. Yeah. All right, what series next? Golden State versus the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Warriors ended up taking care of business game one. Seth, Stephen Curry came off the bench. Uh, Jordan Poole is a story of the game. The nigga had like 30. He was hooping. Pulling from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it was really... It, yeah, it was really just Jokic. Will Barron out there touched it. Like, they had no answer. Like, <laughs> that shit was really? bad. Like, this nigga... Yeah, Poole, like you said, he had 30. Like, he was just getting whatever uh, offensively. And then usually everybody else contributed. Draymond had 12 points, like. 12, 6, and 9 that game, man. You got everybody else, like Thompson. Uh, even still, like, you, even Steph come off the bench, he still came in with uh, 16. So they just really had no answer for them, like, overall offensively. Mm-hmm. And then on the, yeah, on the, on the Nuggets side, yeah, it was just, you, you can't, you just can't win with only uh, Will Barr and then Jokic. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Nah. Uh, how far y'all got this series going? I got it going. I think Jokic can get him too. I don't know. I'll say five. I'll say yeah, five. it might look five now. Nigga, didn't you say Nuggets in yeah. seven? Nigga? Yeah, I did. 
<laughs> he was tweaking. Yeah. Yo, I feel bad for this nigga? dude, yeah, bro. bro. Like, yeah. I think with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter, bro, that's a dangerous team. But like the fact that he hasn't been able to play with his star, other stars, is kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I think Michael Porter was saying like he he like what he said. He said he might could still be able to play. Like he's hoping he could play this series. Or some shit, but I just I don't think it's they're not gonna not be hundred percent. I feel like it wouldn't even change anything, especially the way we seen Michael Porter like the first couple of games of the season before he got yeah, he was kind of not he was not him. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. So I don't, it, it it's a tough it's a tough position for the Nuggets. Like at this point, I'll be thinking as a GM, I got to make some moves too, because I can't keep this team for next season and think that we're gonna do something. Would you trade Porter? I would think about it, yeah. Uh, maybe Barton will probably get you something back. Um, Monte Morris. Like, they have pieces that you can throw out and just see what you can get back. Aaron Gordon, bro, I don't know what's up. Like, I, I was high on him, but the dude just shows that he can't c- contribute offensively like you thought he would. I feel like – I think Aaron Gordon good for the team, but I think he's just – like you just need your other guys around him. Like he can't be the second guy yeah. that you really, really relying upon. I thought like, him with Jokic would be elite, bro. But the dude just—I don't know, man. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it's just tough for the. It's gonna be tough for these niggas because even like defensively, it's just hard, especially that they put uh, Jokic in so much actions and shit. And now he's gonna have to get out on shooters on like Curry, Clay, and fucking Jordan Poole now. So that's so they're leaving the whole inside. Yeah. And then he has to carry the offense and like do everything. Like he's gonna have to put up a historical performance. Like if they want to win. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm definitely taking my shit to five. I yeah, I can see five. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on to the games from today. I didn't get to watch this game. Miami Heat versus uh, Atlanta Hawks. Seems like Trey Young was locked in the hell in a cell. Nigga, he was in hell. God, I didn't even see what this nigga shot. That nigga was, nigga was in Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker shot one to 12 that game. Over seven from three. Bro. Damn. That's not happening like, again, though. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Because it was really on him, like, physically and everything. Like, he was about to get in there with uh, Jimmy Butler, too. Like that shit. I saw some of the clips. They was fucking him up. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was in that video. I was like, damn. Son. There was one play. I think he was going off for a rebound. This nigga, uh, Kyle Lowry, just randomly clotheslined that nigga. <laughs> I think it has to be fatigue, bro. Like, they had two days, well, maybe a day and a half to scout Miami, like, I think that it had to be fatigue going in. Like, he just had a spectacular performance against the Cavs. There's no way that I think Trey Young will have another game like this this series. Yeah, like, he, like, like, he really played way below his, like, all, at all, like, performance. Like, that's still, like, even his playmaking. Like, he wasn't really – he didn't even get to really playmake like that or nothing. Like, he really completely took him out the game. I just, yeah, I can't see him going to 0 for 7 and 1 to 12 again, like, this year. Like, he's going to figure some shit out. Bro, after all I seen, what he did against the Cavs, I, I at this point, I think he could do anything because, bro, <laughs> I had I had no faith in them beating the Cavs, like, especially at the point when they, I think they were down, like, 14, 15. The dude just brought his team back by himself, literally, and got the win. So, I give it to him. Yeah, he really just offense engine. Like, he just carries that whole roster. Carries it, bro. Like, he could just do whatever the fuck he wants, especially out of pick and roll. That nigga's just, like, he's just so hard to guard. But once he gets the switch, it's over. Yeah. Like, he gets his spots. Floater game is wicked. And then he could throw that lob. Yeah. Damn, I think, did did Capella play this game? Nah, he was out. John Collins came back, though, right? Yeah, he played about 21 minutes. Capella extended his name. Yeah, because this nigga fell on to shit. That shit was bad. I thought he might tore his shit. So is he done for the series or? Uh, that must be cool. Maybe. Shit, it might be if they get fucked around and get swept. <laughs> Man, I think it might get a little Timothy Law was 15 minutes and shit. Man, shout out to this nigga, um, uh, Duncan Robinson, though. He was a flamethrower this game. Bro, ridiculous. Nah, I'm not going to lie. Tyler Harrell got run my seat. <laughs> <laughs> he supposed to be a or some shit. 
Nigga could have given me 15, dog. <laughs> yeah, six points. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's crazy. He's doing everything else. <laughs> Nigga couldn't give me 15. <laughs> Yo, when you look at like the score, I don't, the stat sheet, like, they do have a lot of, like, I, I don't know how, but Miami always ends up getting players, like, that come out of nowhere and just happen to be great role players. Like, Duncan Robinson, I still get frustrated to this day. Like, the fact that they picked him up and he became an elite shooter out of nowhere. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, where did he be finding these players? Yeah, like, that nigga uh, Max Vincent shit. Bro. Gabe Vincent. Like, <laughs> niggas just become like, G League niggas just like, yo, get in the game. Niggas turn into solid role players and shit. Crazy dog, and then they didn't. I don't know if Victor Oladipo is still hurt, but like the fact that they still have him as well is ridiculous. Damn, he ain't played this game. Was that nigga nah. just playing a couple games ago? Yeah, he so. definitely was. Damn, now I think of like when you say that nigga had forty the other day. Yeah, like... he had forty. Yeah, against the Magic. Oh my, yo, I did not know he had forty. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this nigga not playing. What the hell? Yeah. See, now, yeah. now you got me thinking about that uh, Davis Mitchell shit. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine if he was like, uh, man, they had him on, like, the roster type shit. No, yeah, nah, that, that would be scary. They got yeah. a deep team. Like, they can give up a couple pieces to get them yeah. and not be hurt at, at all. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. P.J. Tucker gave you good production this game, too. I like Miami squad. It's just really if Jimmy Butler really that nigga. He got to tap into his bubble if they really want to make it to like a finals appearance. I got to see the rich and liberal. <laughs> Yo, what happened to his three-point shot, bro? Like, I swear. Oh, yeah, that shit. Oh, bro, when he was on Chicago, he was like, I didn't think it was this bad. Like It was at least respectable. Yeah. Because he, he came in, I, he was like, I remember he came in, he wasn't. He, like, developed into, like, so yeah. to see him like kind of like fall back into like the something like he was not like the elite elite shooter that he like kind of built himself up to be like actually I don't know that's kind of like hella random type shit. Nigga. Super weird, bro. He shoot like Jordan in '85. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga take like one attempt a game, shoot like seventeen yeah. percent. Yeah, he shot one or two that game. Yeah. Damn, I don't know what's up with them in this jumper. But I know we all got the Heat one in that series, so yeah. we could talk about. We got two more series to talk about, then we can get out of here. Uh, Bulls versus Bucks. <sighs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. This actually not even just him. Like, oh, goddamn, some of these niggas. Vucevic was disappointing. Zalavine, but I just want to go on like that fourth quarter. I, I really don't think Jimmy Butler hit one field goal that whole fourth quarter. Demar Derozan. I mean, <laughs> Demar, Demar, Demar. I don't think he had one field goal that whole fourth quarter. Like, I, oh. I kept seeing he was taking mid-range break, another mid-range break. Nigga, it was three-point break. I'm like, hey, going to the basket. He was just, the show go in and out. I'm like, yo. Nigga, you need to allergic to good playoff performance. Like, when I see a big bro shoot nine for 27, that just <laughs> blows my mind, bro. Nah, Vucevic like, was missing. Was, bunnies, yeah. bunnies, nigga. I didn't watch I'm the like, game. I didn't watch the game, so I'm not sure, but like, Nine for 27, dog, in a throw that nah can't happen again. Bro, he was missing bunnies, bro. Like, I, I saw like the fourth, like, yeah, I saw the third and the so just second half. And like, I'm just seeing him, like, all he was really, he was getting boys and shit. But this nigga was just like, everybody would just seem to be missing around the rim at like the worst time, too. Like, because they have big came back touch. Because I think it was the Bucks was leading bigger at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, they was out double digits. Then the Bulls came back like third yeah. quarter and took the lead. Yeah, because Caruso was just out of He was playing defense out of his mind. Like, Damn, I fucking missed that nigga, bro. Because <laughs> it was, yeah, they hit like 78 points. And they were just stuck there. And then they just kept missing everything at the rim. At the gym, nigga, DeMar DeRozan hit it, missing jumpers and shit. I'm like, damn, niggas giving this shit up. And then that's when the Bucks just like, they just turn that shit on and turn, uh, go back. Yeah, you know, one person I'm, I have faith in, but I'm not really sure how his career is going to go fill out. Dude, uh, Patrick Williams, yo, I felt like he was gonna be oh. like that Scotty Barnes type of player, but like, it seems like he, ever since, like, since the injury, I guess he, you know, it's, I know it's tough to kind of get back to your own self, but like, I don't, I, I have faith in his career. I don't know how it's gonna go now. 
Yeah, I feel like it's tough for him because he kind of just came back like in March, and he has to like find his role with the roster and shit. And I don't know. I don't know if he like. I feel like he'll be someone that might get moved in the off season. Still believe him. Oh, nah, not this offseason. Wow, he's young, bro. He still has potential. He is. He. I just think that the Bulls are like trying to like put together a roster more like a now. That I remember we were talking about. Um, we were talking about that during the midseason before the trade deadline about like Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was thinking like I love that. Like. I was I was thinking like but say if they had did that like and this nigga turned out to be like like a solid player like would that have backfired and shit like I mean I don't know like because I don't know how I feel about the Bulls too like their chances like I don't know how I feel about their plays and shit like moving forward like trying to like contend type shit but if they can make it work shit I could say this right now there's no chance this Bulls roster putting no contender yeah like, they're not gonna contend because that's what I'm saying like I, I feel like you might as well just like fuck it like just, he's young you might as well just like rock out with him type shit. Y'all think if Lonzo wasn't hurt, it would be more of a contender or no chance still? Yeah, yeah I, I, I still say no chance. I, I haven't been high on the Bulls team, although I'll give them credit because they did surprise me for playing like how well they did with Lonzo. But either way, I still didn't see them being any of the top teams. Like even when they was playing at the best, I was like, if they played in a serious race, like even like when the Celtics wasn't playing their best basketball, I was like, I'll still take the Celtics. Bro, the way that Demar was yeah. playing earlier in the year, bro, MVP, like, yo, I, I, don't know what I just knew it wasn't sustainable. Like, <laughs> what he what he showed tonight, I was like, yeah, this is Demar Derozan, I know. Bro, that nigga was like everything. It was just shit. Was nothing was hitting for this nigga. And it, yeah, and it's crazy because even like I always say this about the Bulls, like their record against like the top teams was horrible. So I was also like, damn, like I just know that's like that's something like as alarming. Like I don't know. Yeah, I think they said on the uh at toward the end of the game, like the Bucks won the last 16 of 17 games against the Bulls. Like that's ridiculous, yeah. dog. Ridiculous. Yeah, like niggas can't get one game. Like, <laughs> like it had to be off. It had to be like they couldn't have an off night against y'all niggas. Like niggas just <laughs> that consecutive times. Like somebody wasn't injured. Like that's crazy. Nah, yeah, that's bad. But the good sign with this Bulls team is. I would say like they held the Bucks to ninety-two points. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a low ass one. Yeah, nobody expected that. Like, I thought it was gonna be a big blowout. Like, Giannis was gonna go crazy. He did go crazy, but like, as a team, I thought the Bucks were just gonna destroy them. But I mean, it happened to be a close game. Like, they had their chance. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely was because it was like nine yeah. zero to start. I'm like, oh yeah, this shit is definitely over. I was about to yeah, turn they, it off. <laughs> they yeah, had that bucket of. Yeah, Giannis had that fucking uh, putback off the glass. I was like, oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> this shit going to be over. <laughs> also, another, like, positive sign that, like, all their players played this bad and they only lost by, like, seven points. And it was really a three-point game until, like, the last, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. But that That's being said, I, I got the Bucks in five or party four. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm going to say five. They have to. They, can't, they have to. Nah, I got four. I guess so. I got yeah, I think Giannis I, I, is. Oh, you This was a game to really steal. That is, no, that is, sure. that is Yeah, that is true. Like, yeah. I don't think you can expect a bad night from Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton again like this. So, yeah, yeah. facts. Yep. Whole Chicago fans enjoy enjoy their little run. <laughs> Yeah, so what's the next one was like the all oh, the Pelicans and Suns? Yeah, that game's still going on right now. Suns up eleven. Uh, eleven. Two minutes ago. Yeah. They got that one up there. I just want to give a shout out to the Pelicans for turning it around and making it to the playoffs. And shout out to oh, my yeah. nigga BI for frying the Clippers the other night. <laughs> Speaking of big men who can't fucking nigga about two minutes, six of nineteen, bro. Jesus. Yeah, now nah, nah, they was getting locked up in, like, the first quarter. They was from, like, 20%. That's <laughs> yeah, horrible. Everybody was playing bad. I don't know how they came back, bro. Yeah, I don't know how either. Uh, Yeah, I think this is a four or five game series. I'm going to say four. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give the Pelicans one. <laughs> I think 
they only way to get one is if Bi has like a crazy yeah. game. I think him and CJ can at least have one game where they play good. CJ, I don't know yeah. what's he's so inefficient right now. Like the last two games, at least, like he's yeah. been playing. They say he had the. the they say he had the flu. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're saying. Broadcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got twenty five on nine or twenty three right now. Nigga played forty one minutes. Yeah. Now the Suns, they they look good. I think they're gonna make oh, it back yeah. to the finals. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm watching them play like in the beginning of the game. I'm like, bro, this team looks solid. Like they're play together very well, very yeah. well. And I I feel like they're better like this year than last year. Like even uh, just getting like another year under their belt, and then making it to the yeah. finals and adding that backup big like Jabel McGee is also a big addition for them. Because when yeah, they played yeah. the Bucks last year, they had no backup big. Like they had Frank Kaminsky. If you could give JaVale McGee solid minutes as a backup, and then you also have other length, like wing defenders, like Mikael Bridges, uh, Dane Crowder, Torrey Craig, Cam Johnson could play defense. Then you got CP and Devin Booker, two of the best closers in the game. Aiton Mm -hmm. is one of the best big men in the league. So this team is... Yeah, and those three. Yeah, them three is kicking right now, too. Uh, Nick Chris Paul got 28 (laughs) on a fishing 28, too. Like, he's snapping. So, yeah. who would y'all say is the biggest threat to the Suns right now since they're the ones to in the West or in the Holy? And I'll say in the West first. Uh, I gotta go Golden State, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Golden State is the second favorite for me. Like, I wouldn't be too surprised if Golden State beat them, but if there's any team to beat the uh. like to make it out the West other than those two teams, I'll be surprised. Like, Grizzlies, hell no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't have the experience under it. And like, just they need yeah, one more they piece. They need a solid piece. Another that, score. I feel like a yeah. veteran score. Like, yeah, for sure. They don't like who would that be though? Yeah, my day I got like CJ. You could, I mean, you look around the league. You can probably find uh, with with the pieces that they have. They have a lot of young pieces, like a lot of young assets that you can give up. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they, yeah, they can find something. Like I'm a 20-point scorer, 19. Hey, and don't, they got like, don't they got like a lottery pick this year or some shit? Uh, shit, I could check right now. I know things like, change because I think it, it was supposed to be like the Lakers pick. Yeah, the Lakers. But I don't think – I think it goes to the Pelicans. Oh, the Pelicans. Because they could either have a, a pick in there, but that will like just like trade that bitch. Yeah, it goes to the Pelicans. Uh, yeah. Uh, so who's your who you got coming out the East? Um, I'm a Celtics fan, guys. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Boston, man. I like our chances against everybody. Like defensively, I think if we continue to be the team. And I think if JT and Jalen Brown show up, no way nobody can beat us. I gotta go Milwaukee. Well, yeah, I was about to say I knew you were gonna say Milwaukee. Like, yeah, I kind of I see what you're saying too. Like the Celtics, yeah, like some niggas did kind of surprise you, especially at the end of the season. Like they have surprised me. I think I am gonna stick with uh, Milwaukee. But that'll be damn. That'll be a tough ass series. Yeah, I'll play second round, right? Yeah. After yeah. Yeah, I gotta so, get there though. Hey, oh, man, I'm I'm really hoping we beat the Nets. I think I can't wait to see how um like all the the big broadcasting efforts talk about Jason Tatum after if he beats the Nets. Like I think they'll put him on a high mantle and they'll finally respect his name. Top ten yeah. player in the league. Yeah, even Mark. Yeah, Mark Desmond was like, oh um. He's like, oh, if Tatum is a superstar, or he was like saying he's basically like, about it. is he literally is he a superstar? Or like he's just budding right there. Just, like which way you want to go with it? Uh, there's not ten players in the league right now. I'll take over Tatum. Yeah. And the way he's playing defense right now yeah. is ridiculous. Like he's been like legit two way. Like I think four. I think Tatum and Luca are on the same like the same level. Mm. And I hate I people that. Like you, how can you put Luca on such like 
Jason Taylor's been to the playoffs every year since he's been in the league, yeah. which is kind and of ridiculous. Perform. And perform like he's got to the conference finals twice since he's been in the league. Like I don't know, bro. Yeah, I feel like I gotta respect him. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. And even he really did been there twice. And nigga, like like you, you were saying, like nigga has performed against the stars too. Like as like their leading just, scorer, like as their leading, not leading scorer. I should say every series, but I would say as their top scorer. He's, you know, been to the conference finals. Yeah, I nigga him, man. Future Laker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll be so tight, bro. I swear. No way. Yeah, I caught a prank on y'all downfall, to be honest, bro. (laughs) Nigga, why you want Lakers, man? I can lie. The Lakers, I feel bad because, like, we're down. Okay. What are y'all gonna do? Like, bro, LeBron, bro. like you gonna give up eighty for who? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we, yeah, we, just, yeah. Well, I forgot what we were saying too. Like, we were just talking about that shit. Like, and then when you see like all they got that they gave up, like in the playoffs performance, like or like just in the playoffs with their teams too now, like that shit just sucks. The younger guy, like, damn, they got no picks. <laughs> like no young stars. Like no young we, guys there. So. All we had to do was not trade for Westbrook. <laughs> Keep Caruso, nigga. Oh my god, it's really that simple. I was actually interested because uh, there was a rumor that uh, the Celtics wanted to trade Dennis Schroeder at the deadline for Horton Tucker, and like I think it was like a first round pick. And I, I don't know, I, I'm not, I don't really watch Horton Tucker that much, but I think he would be a cool piece to have on the Celtics. He would have been at least. Nah, you don't, you don't want him cool. That <laughs> <laughs> he's bad, he's bad like that. Oh, oh. <laughs> you don't want him. Damn. Taylor Horton. Man. <laughs> Yo, I had hopes for him too. Like everybody was hyping he, him up. Yeah, yeah, he was a disappointment this year. He got no Amazing left. Though. He got no left hand, bro, and he can't shoot. No left hand is crazy, bro. Right, I'm telling you, he has no left hand. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all, y'all got that. Yeah, he's still young though, right? He's like 21. 20. Yeah, he like 21. Like he got he got time, but. We don't got time for that for that nigga. Right. We don't got time for him to get his shit together. Y'all moving too fast for a lot of y'all young players. That's how that's how it was. Like once we got like LeBron, that's what like really accelerated everything. And it was Bro, either if y'all would have kept if y'all would have just stayed with BI Lonzo, like I think y'all would have been a solid team. You feel me? But and we had that draft pick. We could have got Darius Garland or some shit. Oh my had D God. Russell. Man. Yeah, wait. How, remember when everybody was saying like y'all should have like picked like De'Aaron Fox and shit? Like, you you think y'all should have took uh, De'Aaron? No. Yeah, I'm not big on De'Aaron. Mm. Nigga, we should have took fucking Jason Tatum, nigga. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Tatum. I'm tweeting. Yeah. Y'all, Damn, y'all definitely got man. fleeced. <laughs> Magic Damn. Johnson was too oh, hype. God. If that nigga Lonzo Ball is not from UCLA, that nigga would have never been a yeah. leaguer, bro. <laughs> no bro, but do you really think? Did you? Like, I don't think anybody thought that Jason Tatum was going to be better than Lonzo in the uh, NBA. I don't think anybody did. Like, uh, I thought nah. Lonzo was Jason Kidd Jr. Like, I I did think it was Kidd Jr. I ain't gonna lie, because I did think Tatum had. Because I'm a Duke fan, so I think I rock him. All oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, and I watched like I've been watching Tatum since like high school, so I knew he was really him. Yeah, nah, he I didn't, I didn't think he was about to be like this good this early, but I knew he was him. But like I just felt like we probably it was probably like I didn't think it was a bad decision to take uh, Lonzo because we already had Brandon Ingram too. It's so crazy. We had that point guard they like changed the changed like the whole culture around. I thought that was smart. Oh, it's crazy. We were supposed to take uh, Josh Jackson too, but he didn't want it. he told us like he didn't want to come to us. And I was tight. Like, I wanted Josh Jackson. I thought he was going to be nasty, but yeah, I'm I never like, like Josh Jackson. I, yeah, you, you did call that. I thought he was going to be tough, bro. I really thought he was going to be like, because his shot was just weird to me. He just, yeah, like, he just true. wasn't like, his shot creation to me wasn't that good. He just reminded me of another two way. I thought like, he was, he was just another Wiggins to me. Like Wiggins, yeah. Mm. I did think he was going to be tough. Yeah, what could have been? <laughs> Even now, would you have took uh, Jalen Brown over Bi? No. Yeah, I was about to say I would. I think I would have kept it the same. Yeah, thing. I'm re- yeah. I they both kind of took time to develop. So 
Yeah. Yeah, facts. I remember them back and forth. They could, they could talk about who was better and shit. When they would be out with the Lakers. Nah, well, it was really wild when niggas was putting Kuzma in a conversation. <laughs> Yo. Nah, niggas was really like, trying to like put Kuzma on some OD pedestal type shit. Like, like, I don't know. He's performing. Like, he's doing good now and shit. But the way they were saying, like, him being better than B.I. and shit. I'm like, yo, yeah, they got to chill. They was trying to say he was better than Tatum and shit. I want to. <laughs> yo. the fuck out of here. Lakers fans are delusional. Yeah, bro. I don't take part in it. Like, <laughs> some Lakers fans, bro, no, I, we ain't included with them, bro. Yeah. It's like a certain section of just fucking idiots. Cause I feel like they yeah. fan, the our Lakers fan base is so big. So you have like, yeah. all these casual niggas that don't know anything, bro. Nah, Tatum is crazy. Niggas was dick riding cools, bro. Nah, he was nice though. Like he I, was. I think even after the summer league, after uh, I was hyping his head up, I'm like, yo, he might be, really be special. Like him and Lonzo look crazy in summer leagues. Nah, they was tough as summer. Yo. I'm like, yo, because <laughs> when we got him, I didn't even think anything like of that nigga. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this light skinned nigga type tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah I really did think nah, Lonzo did the way Lonzo's offense too. Like I thought that she was gonna like you know some. Oh, this nigga was taking them step back like thirty fucking footers Bro. in college. I'm like, yo, yeah, I still so remember cool. that shit against uh, Oregon. That step what? back that yeah, oh, like the logo. His, yeah. Bro, he was shooting like forty percent from three in college. Three, so like, and he was, yeah, he was a fish in this shit. I'm like, damn. Yeah, what could have been? Now niggas just stuck with only fucking Taylor Horn Tucker and Russell Westbrook <laughs> and type niggas. Yeah, Tyler. imagine your team, bro. Yeah. And then, like, you said you would trade like Julius. Like, I think we all did. That's an asset you could trade for, like, another piece and shit. On top of, like, Zubac and all them niggas, some picks. Yeah. Man, I did have Zubac. I forgot. Uh, I don't, like, don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> I got to wrap this up. Baby. I'm about to make me go on my rant. Jeez, yeah. hey, at least we got a championship, though, so I can't be too mad at it. Yeah, yeah, we, it takes sacrifice for sure, yeah. yeah. All them young niggas props when we got our championship. I, I guess it is what it is. Niggas just they had to trade for Westbrook. But let's wrap this up. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you. Uh, subscribe. Do all that great stuff. I'm out of here, man. I'm tight. I'm tight. <laughs> we should be in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I appreciate you for coming on. Please. Yeah, I had you. Got words, man.